So this is the version one of our center of influence referral process. This is the output of the work that we did as a team during our first ever sales full day training session. So let's just get into it now. I wanna start off with just some foundational stuff. The first thing I think that's really important for all of us to, to kind of work through, and a lot of it's around our belief, is that it's not a bad thing to be asking for referrals. We're always, or at least I'm always battling this, that uh, the, the author in a, in a book that I read called The Referral Code, he called it the three ugly sisters. I, I don't wanna come across as pushy or needy. I don't wanna be rejected. I don't wanna, I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. And, and that fear can prevent me from, from being successful applying this strategy. The truth is more like this. People like to refer because they like to pay things forward. Goodwill, there's, there's an emotional occur, currency that, that, that is created and you can contribute to that. And when you contribute enough to it, actually that's the wrong way to put it. As you contribute to it, more people that you interact with will want to contribute to it as well. And this is really important. Now, this is centered more around clients, but this applies as it relates to center of influence relationships as well. There are people who love you and they love the work that you do. And they have other people that they love too, and they're happy to introduce you to those people. Those people need to love you too. I, I, I just thought it was a really beautiful way of kind of describing how these business relationships yield introductions and, and referrals and business both ways you doing it for the people that you love and the people that love you doing it for you so i want to make sure we call out these two sort of things the thing the, the negative thoughts that that might prevent you from applying this compared to what the real truth is and we have hundreds of clients and lots of people that every single day are being inspired by what we're doing we also have referral partners that are getting great feedback from just like we get great feedback when they do great work. And so there's this virtuous cycle that we're, that we're a part of, and, and that's the truth. And, and I want to make sure that that's where our heads are at when we're thinking about having coffee or lunch with our center of influence partners. This is John Grover hammers this home. Referrals, they come from trust. If someone trusts us, to do a good job and to make them look good and to, to make it a positive interaction for them and for their clients and the people that, that they know, like, and trust, that's where introductions and referrals come from. And the equation for creating trust is our credibility, our reliability, how intimate we are with folks, and how self divided by how self-interested we come across. And I just think that's a really important thing to be thinking about when we're out talking to people. If we're out looking to help other people first, that's going to develop trust. And, and the folks that we're out building our business relationships with, they will respond to that more than anything else. We all have our antenna up and we all are hyper aware of the people that are only out for themselves. And we tend to not like them and we tend to not want to help them. We may end up helping them anyway, but we don't want to be on that side of the equation. And I know for a fact, you guys, you're trustworthy and you want to help. 
And so I just want to make sure that, that you're being deliberate about the, the manner in which you're taking this to the to, to this center of influence business relationship. Our goal is to create a list of 16 key referral partners. I call it my sweet 16 that consistently refer you business or consistently refer us business and that we consistently refer business to. It's really hard to have more than a handful of relationships and 16 is a is a real challenge. It will take years to build that list of your 16 core partners. And it will change over time. There will be members of on that list that move away or or the relationship develops a different way and they'll come off and you'll be replacing it with other people. And so the process that we're going to imply uh, is is one that allows us to find new partners, recruit those new partners, and then be continually evaluating the quality of that relationship and deciding who really deserves to be on that list. One of the things from a foundational level to, to be thinking about before we actually go out and start looking for referral partners is making sure that we're crystal clear about what we're looking for what what an ideal relationship would look like for us or what an ideal introduction would look like for us and i've just thrown some ideas up here to see these are things that i talk about i'd really like to make connections with with business leaders that that have businesses with 50 or more computer users and ideally they may have expressed some sort of frustration about their computer systems but generally speaking i'm eager to to to, to meet with leaders that have businesses of, of roughly that size in my area in the, in the in the east bay or in the broader bay area um, and, and i very much i very much like to connect with those people so that's the when when someone is interested in how they might help me that's who i'm interested in connecting and building your own sort of idea your or your own version of of what it is that someone can do to help you. I think that's that's a really important piece to practice, even before you start going out and, and, and trying to meet folks. This is the process that we're, we're, we're applying. Step one, we need to have some idea of where can we find the, the, the people that are talking to the same type of people that we, that we are. So other business leaders, other salespeople, other consultants that are out talking to the CFOs or CEOs or the leadership of, of companies that, that are going to be the same type of companies that we want to talk to. Once we make a, a, a connection with those people, we're going to want to invite them out to coffee. Then we're going to vet them and figure out if they really are the type of person that, that we want to spend some time with and, and, and try to develop a business relationship with. Then we're going to, we're going to have a second lunch meeting or a, a second meeting um, to, to, uh, to test that a little bit more. And then third, we're going to invite them to come out to visit us, come and visit us in Berkeley, come and visit us in Napa. And, and we're going to really try to help them understand what it is about Insight and what it is about our process and, and, and our approach to, to finding and, and retaining great talent that makes us unique and makes us a great candidate for them to refer to their, to their clients and their friends. And then on an ongoing basis, we're going to be evaluating the quality of that relationship and never to the point where, no, you're not worth spending any time with, but do you belong on that sweet 16 list or is it more of a, a infrequent sort of interaction that we're going to have? 
maybe we're just going to glad hand when we see you at, at events. But, but that's the process. And I know it lays out linear, but you could look at it almost like a circle as well, because part of the part, part of this is that the very best COI relationships I have actually came from other COIs. So there's, there's a, there's just a, there, it's a real process that we, we, we apply over and over and over. So where do we find COIs? Well, you guys know church is a big part of my life. It's a big part of, of, of the team's life. That's a great place to look for COIs and just be talking about our business, our kids' school. Um, I've, got a, I've got someone that works in the security space. They, my, our, our five-year-old daughters know one another, and we just kind of stumbled into to kind of realizing we work in the same business. Chamber of Commerce events, Provisors, Trustegrity, Council One. These are all professional business networking groups that you can join. Cal, uh, the California Society of, of, of CPAs. I really like this group because I like CPAs. I think they're well plugged in. I think they they like to make introductions. They that's a really good one to uh, to, to explore. The Association of Legal Administrators is a good one to explore. Um, vendors that the that the TAMs like. That's a great place if you if you want to get to know that as you're getting to know the TAMs, ask them who are they working with, who do they like, and can you get an introduction to them. When we're talking to clients, right, part of the sales process, once we've done the transition, going back and, and taking the client to lunch or having a phone call with the client and, and trying to hear what they like about working with us. Um, when you find that, they're, that, 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 that the client is happy, asking, hey, are there any other vendor relationships that you have that, that, you, um, that you feel good about and, and could I meet them? You can do that with prospects as well. Okay, so what are the different types of roles that we should be looking for when we're out at these events? I just thought I'd go through a whole bunch of different titles or, or maybe buckets of, uh, of types of consultants to, to consider. So on the finance side, CFO consultants, COO or, or management type consultants. One of, the, one of my Sweet 16 members, he calls himself a growth specialist, but he's a, he's a management consultant. CPAs, bankers, attorneys, insurance brokers, on the HR side of things, people that do training or staffing, payroll, employee benefits. One of the members of my Sweet 16 does employee benefits. What I like about that one is a lot of times they're very similar in that they're outsourcing components of HR. And so they, from their own side of things, they can kind of understand who we are. Um, Co-employment is another flavor of that where they where they're outsourcing all of their HR to a company like Insperity to do that for them the same way they would outsource IT support and there's sales and marketing consultants so VP of sales consultants that'll help develop a, a sales process for a company chief marketing officer consultants or marketing consultants ad sales reps there's fewer and fewer of them but there are still ad sales reps out there PR firms Folks that build websites, people that do SEO optimization for websites. Sometimes they're the same as the guys that build the websites. Sometimes they're different. People that do printing. Um, I have a, a person that does printing. He's not on my Sweet 16, but I'm, you know, he might at some point, right? People that do branding, the CMO consultants or the chief marketing officer consultants do that sometimes. But sometimes there's people that just do branding. But you know, when you're talking to people, listen, listen, try to figure out. 
you know, kind of where they fit in that sales and marketing bucket. On the technology side of things, my very best COI is a competitor that just sells to companies that are slightly bigger than the, the companies that, that Insight can take on. So where they're not a fit or where they won't take on those clients, um, and res re refers that business to me. And, and those are great opportunities to pursue. I've closed quite a bit of business from, from referrals from her. Computer-aided des design companies, um, companies that do integrations around AutoCAD or things like that. Data, cabling, voice over IP companies. So this is the, the Comcast reps of the world. Or in this bucket, I really prefer brokers because brokers can sell a broad range of, of, of options. And, and that's usually, a, 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 I think that's a better recommendation to try to make um, to a client or to somebody, somebody that can help them really evaluate all of their options. Somebody, uh, software developers, particularly uh, if we, if there's, if you come across somebody that does SQL or, or the Microsoft Cloud, Azure, .NET developer, somebody that does accounting software, and there's lots of different kinds. I just put two in there, QuickBooks and the Vision. QuickBooks is kind of the baby brother accounting application. The Vision is very, uh, very sophisticated. Companies need uh, consultants to help them do that. Phone systems, SharePoint development. That's different from the SharePoint work that Insight does. Sometimes people need some real custom work done. CRM vendors, people that will implement Microsoft CRM or, or Salesforce. Marketing automation consultants. We actually are, have worked with one a little bit at Insight. But those are all examples of, of technology type partners. And there's a wide gambit. Um, if they're not on that list, may still even be worth inviting up to coffee. Um, Here's other roles, right? So folks that do office cleaning, um, people that sell office furniture, HVAC contractors, physical security, people that, that, that can help a company put in video cameras or key cards, things like that. An architect, a mover, a commercial realtor is a, is a good person to have a relationship. Project managers and people that facilitate moves and things like that. These are all good because we can also feed these folks because we come across a lot of moves within our client base and can and can make um, referrals to them. All of those buckets that I've showed, we should be one of the criteria to be thinking about is, is this somebody that I can contribute to? Can I do I feel comfortable asking a question on their behalf or am, are they natural partners? Like, for example, the, the voice over IP and data folks, we get asked about that over and over and over. I, I know that I'm going to come across opportunities and leads that I can give to them, introductions I can make for them. Construction contractors, people that do commercial or tenant improvements in buildings. These are all different places to be looking. And, and I would just encourage you as you're out, look for, look for people that, that, that seem to be selling to other businesses. Once we find people or meet people or get a business card for somebody, we should invite them to a coffee. Um, and a great day for a sales rep is a morning coffee, meeting somebody for lunch, and then maybe meeting somebody for a late coffee in the afternoon or, or a cocktail or something like that. And if you're able to consistently have that volume of conversations with people and tell the inside story and try to learn about their business and try to help them, over time, that is going to yield lots and lots of introductions for you. When you're preparing for these meetings, 
look them up on LinkedIn. And I think that's a, just a best practice every single time you're going out to meet with somebody, even if it's the upteenth time that you've met them, it's still a great idea to be looking up on LinkedIn because you never know what you're going to see. The other thing is that, and I'm not going to show you show it in this video, but you can use LinkedIn Sales Navigator if if the prospect or if the person that you're meeting with has made their contacts viewable by anybody, you can use some advanced functionality to 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 see if there's any CFOs or or, or business leaders that they're connected to that um, that you might want to want to be connected to, and, and maybe we'll do that as a we're we're going to do some LinkedIn training, so we'll probably include that in. But in the in the short term, if that's if you want me to show you how to do that, just reach out to me and I'll be happy to we can do a screen share and I can quickly show you how to how to do those types of searches. Review their connections. Um, is there is there like I said, if, is there, if there's someone specifically you'd like to meet in there, it's it's so much more powerful when you're sitting with someone saying, hey, I saw that you're connected to John Grover. Could you, if you'd feel comfortable, I would love to connect with him. Could you, could you, would you feel okay introducing me to him? I, I, I'll, I'll make an email for you that you could send on my behalf. That's a very actionable thing that people can respond to. People will still respond to some of the other more vague, hey, do you know anybody? But if it's specific, that's, that's a really powerful way to try to, to try to facilitate an introduction. And then also look at your own, be thinking about them and, and, and think, before you go into that meeting, is there somebody that, that, that you could introduce them to? Maybe there's an action that has per precipitated it and you're just, you know, it's, it's kind of rolling around in your head up there. I find that happens a lot. I'll see a name and at first blush, I don't really think I've got anything. But if I, if I think about it and spend a couple of minutes looking at LinkedIn or, or just kind of thinking about them, something might pop into my head. Oh, there's, um, I was talking to so-and-so and, -so and they're not really ready for, to, to look at phone systems yet, but they did mention that. That's a good connection for them. I should make that. But be thinking about that and be doing it as a best practice before you ever even sit down with that person for coffee or for lunch. All right, so the first meeting, coffee or lunch or whatever you set up, you met somebody at a chamber event, you said, hey, let's get together. Um, you wanna set that up as, as quickly as you can and get it scheduled as quickly as you can. Your goal in this very first meeting, you want to qualify them as a real COI. You can actually do this on the phone, or you can, you can do it in your when you when you first meet them, right? Um, some of this you can you can accomplish, but you still want to treat it. You know, you still want to try to do this first coffee meeting. And the things that you want to do. So, do they talk to the same people that you do? And would they? Do you feel like initially they'd be a good uh, a good center of influence relationship to 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 invest your time and energy into? You want to gain some commitment from them to meet regularly, maybe, you know, every two weeks or every four weeks. And, and if they're open to doing that, that means they, they, they're likely interested in developing the same type of relationship with you. Um, you, 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 want to, you want to get commitment from them to, to look at each other's LinkedIn profiles and see if there aren't specific introductions that you can make for one another. And then we're going to talk about this in more detail in a bit, but we're want, we want to model for them a referral ask. And then we want to just be quiet and, and see if they, if they jump in and try to respond. That'll tell us a lot about kind of their maturity as a networker as a, or as somebody that's, that's, that's also trying to, to grow their business through making introductions. 
So our agenda, we're going to build rapport uh, early on. We're going to we're going to set the stage just like in the sales process. Hey, here's here's kind of what I'd like to do. Does that work for you? We're going to ask qualifying questions. I'll get to those in a moment. We'll, we'll answer questions that he or she might have. We're going to schedule that next meeting once we've gotten commitment to meet. We're going to schedule it in this meeting, right? This is a, a discipline that, that as a team, we just need to be, a, be good at in everything that we're doing. You book that next meeting at the meeting that you're at, and then it saves us a whole bunch of back and forth time. And then, of course, you want to model that referral ask. So qualifying questions. We're trying to figure out, you know, so what's who's a good prospect for you, right? What what, Mr. You know, Mr. COI, tell me, you know, who are your best pro? You know, who 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 would be the best new business opportunity for you, right? How much of your time is spent on new business, and how much of your time is spent um, on existing clients, right? Where do you typically look for new business? Who are your best sources of referrals? Um, what's the ideal way that you'd like to receive a referral? A lot of this is demonstrating your willingness to contribute early on. Um, those givers get, right? And, I, I, and when I'm doing this, I'm looking for ways to, 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 to invest in the relationship as early as I can by making an introduction for them or, or getting them a lead. Um, and I think this one's important. What's the single best question that I can ask for you that might turn up an opportunity? To, to introduce you. A lot of times people don't have a good answer for this. Um, and so you can kind of, that gives you maybe an opportunity to share what yours is. Um, like for example, mine is, hey, you know, it, lots of people are con concerned about cybersecurity. Is, is that something that, that concerns you? So, so that's one of my questions. Another one would be, hey, would you, would you recommend your current IT provider? I think that's a great one, particularly for consultants to ask. Um, and then they can just kind of work with the answer there. Uh, but but the, does the prospect or the or your COI does he have a question for you? And then you write that you know make sure you get that question and make sure you put it into close so that when their name pops up you can be thinking about it. All right. When you get to the point where you want to do um, to walk them through that first referral ask, this is a process that you want them to get used to going through with you. And the reason to go through it is because we've always got things jumbled in our head and. Maybe there's a referral in there, maybe there's not. And, and, and the whole point of this process is to, is, to, is to bounce that out of the head. So we're not going to be the recipients of this referral ask in that first meeting, but we are going to use ourselves as an example. So the way, that, the, the way to use this would say, hey, listen, I wanna go through this exercise with you I'm, I, because I wanna see if I've got a referral that I can give to you. So let me just model it for you. I don't want you to answer me. Um, I just want you to see what I'm trying, what I what I want you to do. And then once you get it, I want you to walk me through this process. Okay, Mr. CLI. Okay, sounds good. All right. So I want you to just close your eyes and 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 think about this for a minute. I'm looking to connect with CFOs, CEOs, presidents, and companies with 50 computer users or more. Um, as as I'm saying this, are there any companies that are jumping out at you? Anybody coming to mind? That, that, uh, that fits kind of that profile. Maybe you've even heard them say, you know, they, they, they're a little bit frustrated with their computer systems. Anybody? Okay. What about your kid's school or, or, or any social groups or civics groups that you're in? Any CFOs or CEOs or business leaders and companies with, with 50 employees or more? Anything coming to mind? Okay. Okay. All right. 
So you're just going to model that for the, the prospect or, or your COI prospect. And you're going to say, okay, don't answer that. Okay, now I'm going to close my eyes and I want you to walk me through that. And so you let the prospect walk you through that. And then if something comes to mind, maybe you had one that, you, that came to mind while you were thinking about it, while you were going through their, uh, going through LinkedIn, that's when you give it to them. Okay, I do have somebody here. You should talk to so-and-so. They're with this company. I don't know even if they're looking for what you do right now, but that might be a good connection for you to make. And then you just wait for a second and you wait to see if the person that you're talking to says, okay, 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 I want to do it for you. Run me through it. They may and they may not. And that depending on how they respond and depending on how many uh, COIs you already have, that might give you some information as to whether you want to invest any more time in them or not. Um, here's my question again. I, I know I gave them a little bit earlier. Would you recommend your current computer guys? Are they any good? I think that's just a really easy way to coach your COIs to, to ask a question on your behalf, right? But like I said, most of them are consultants. That's a consultant-ish type question. Um, and I think they'd feel comfortable with it. And a lot of times the way a prospect will respond, they'll just sigh. You know, I, I don't know. They're not. And then you can coach your COI to be, well, you know, I know a, I know a guy. His company is, is a, they're, they're pretty good at what they do. You should, you should consider working with them, you know, taking a meeting from them. All right. So that second meeting, right? We're, you know, we've walked up, you know, after we walked them through the referral process and we booked that meeting. Um, we'll get together for breakfast or lunch or maybe a dinner. And, and I think it should, you know, you should spend a little more time and maybe spend a little bit of money on them because now we can show a little appreciation. We've qualified them. We know that there's somebody we want to spend time with. And so we're going to do that. Um, and so this one, now we're, we're trying to, to, to cultivate that relationship, right? So did, so we want to see, did, did he or she, it, it can, can, can he or she introduce us to someone on LinkedIn? Maybe at this point we've done our pre-call research again and we found somebody. Um, we're going to bring our LinkedIn's with us and, and maybe be able to do that. We're going to model LinkedIn introduction to them. Um, you know, we will have talked about, you know, kind of looking it over and trying to help one another out. Um, and we're going to be looking, did, the, you know, since we gave each other homework anyway, are you going to be, you know, did they, did they do the homework or did they not have anybody? Um, we're going to use what we call our trade-up question, and I think this is really interesting the way that we can use that, but that's going to be aimed at trying to find other COIs that you might be able to network with. And then we're going to get commitment from them to do a site visit. And our agenda is going to follow very closely the agenda of the first meeting, um, building rapport, setting that stage. We're going to give first and hope to get later. Um, we're going to ask those those trade-up questions, schedule the next meeting, and and, and again, you know, model another referral ask, right? So trade-up questions, the goal of the trade-up questions here is to find new potential COIs. And so, you know, who gives you the most or, or where do you get your best referrals? Where do they come from? And most people say, oh, well, they come from CPAs. No, no, no. Who specifically? What's their name? Oh, well, it's, it's Sam Smith. Okay, great. All right. How would you feel? Could, could you introduce me to him? I would, I think that's somebody I'd like to meet. Right? Can I have their contact information? Right? You, what you know is that that that, that person that, that 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 your COI just mentioned, that is the person that gives referrals, and they should, you know, that that's that's somebody that you'd probably like to know and could be a really valuable addition, right? And if they're referring someone that might refer you, maybe they could refer you. Um, 
You don't necessarily have to ask it exactly that way, and it shouldn't be an interrogation, but, but this is a, a really key tactic to apply in that second meeting. Right. The goal is to, you know, you're you're kind of testing. Right. If they're if, the, if that trust is there. Right. Trust gives us the opportunity to ask questions. And, and um, well, you know, it, it, it's it's I just love this. And, and so this should be a best practice in that second meeting. All right. Third meeting. Once we've kind of gone through it. Um, this is the one where we're going to kind of pull back the curtain and, and, and talk about what makes Insight unique. We'll be delivering proprietary information. Um, they're really well qualified at this point, right? And they, they've earned the right to kind of hear our story and get a site visit, right? Basically, that's what we're going to do. Um, and what we're looking for in these is, um, you know, did they, did they ask thoughtful questions? Um, by this point, you know, we're, you know, we're a good ways into and a couple meetings into to the beginnings of a relationship. And we've, we've at this point we have because givers get we have we have attempted to connect them and refer them already. Have they reciprocated? Um, do they want to, as a next step, show us their office or is there something that they want to do with us? These are things we're kind of testing for to to, to get a, the, the quality of the relationship at this point. And again, we're building rapport and setting the stage. Um, we want to tell the insight story. This is an opportunity to practice um, telling our story as well. Um, and then we're going to ask the source referral question, uh, which is a little bit different from the trade-up question. And of course, we want to schedule the next meeting. And, and by then, we've you know we've hopefully have established a cadence that we're that we're going to begin following. So the source for referral question, this is about trying to find referrals from your COI for your other COIs. Um, and, and again, based on, on, on how much they trust us, right, and, and what our sense is of that, right? We don't, we don't want to come across as too self-interested, but this is something that we can do to help our other referral partners, right? So where do you refer most of your business to? Uh, you know, I refer it to a, a web person. Oh, well, who specifically? Well, it's it's a uh, it's Betty it, it, it's Betty Betty Jenkins. Okay, what is it about about that? Do you just really love her, or 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 you know, is there a reason other than the fact that they deliver a good result or good outcomes? No, they just do really good work. Okay, do they refer? Does she refer a lot of business back to you? No, not really. Okay, well, if if I had a guy that I trusted more than than the, than you trusted Betty. Would you refer it? Would you refer that business to them? Could I? Would you be at all feel comfortable referring your next one to them? Yeah, I might. Okay, you don't happen to have one now, would you? Right. The other thing you could do is you could flip that around to, to them, right? Maybe, um, maybe they could run you through the same thing. But, but you can see how with each meeting we're going a little bit deeper, asking a little bit more intimate question, and either they're responding or they're not, and that's telling us something about where we're at on that on that trust matrix that we were showing at the beginning right if we've been putting into it over the last few meetings with coi then it's reasonable to expect that they're that that, that we're, we're gaining trust and and the relationship is solidifying so and this is it's an awkward thing to to do to begin with but then refer all the way back to our kind of our key principles right people love they have people that they love they love you and you need to know the people that they love right and and there is a there there is a natural human sort of desire to want to try to help one another and either we're getting there or we're not right 
Um, and we're using that as a way to, to decide, okay, are, are, are you, do you belong on that list, right? All right, so moving forward through this now, there, things become a little more nebulous, right? Because the, we, we've qualified this person, we're gonna continue to meet with them. Um, and a lot of it now at this point, we're gonna to continue to be looking and trying to get referrals, but we wanna be showing appreciation too, right? So if you, just, you know, marking them as a COI or a partner in, in, a, in our CRM system, that'll automatically tell the tool to, that you wanna follow up with them every two weeks and you'll be getting reminders for that, which will be really helpful. Um, we're prepping for all of our meetings and checking on LinkedIn and looking to see if we can introduce people, also asking for, for introductions. Um, we're spending time just getting to know them personally, right? Because that gives us ideas about how we might be able to show appreciation for them. Right? What do they like? What don't they like? Their kids, their family, their hobbies, things like that. Maybe if, if you share a hobby, that's something that you could do together as a, you know, instead of a lunch or a breakfast. Um, we can invite them back to, to, to the office for other visits, or we can invite them to events that we might be doing in the future, things like that. Um, we can consider inviting owners or, or TAMs or other people from Insight to lunches or inviting them to the office to, to meet with them or, or you know, to get a handshake with them just to, to solidify the, the, the corporate relationship. And showing appreciation, right? Um, uh, Dave uh, Saygraves uh, uh, shared this one with me. You know, giving a telephone call when you, you might not have a good reason, but just going, hey, man, I was at this meeting. I was I was thinking about you. I asked for you, but there wasn't a real opportunity. But I just wanted you to know that I'm out there looking for you and, and thinking about you. Um, and leaving a voicemail to that effect or, or if they pick up, you know, kind of having that conversation with them. Um, buying them lunch, you know, buying them coffee. It's amazing how far that will go. Um, people love that. I love that. You probably love it. And for sales guys in particular, consultants, that doesn't happen that often. They're usually the ones buying. So if you can do that for them, it's it's an easy way to show appreciation. I like to send out handwritten thank you cards. It, it's you know odd times, so like you know send them a gift, send them a little handwritten card with a Starbucks card, and tell them a little story and uh, for the Fourth of July or Easter, or, and, you know Thanksgiving. Uh, I had Christmas up there. You can do Christmas. As well, uh, last year for Christmas, what I did was um, I, I donated in their name to an international charity, and then I'll let them know that that, uh, that that you know instead of buying them a little token, they're helping somebody on the other side of the world uh, with something that they can find really really useful. Uh, another way to really invest is it, our Warm 250 comes into play here because this allows us to ask questions to, around our Warm 250 that have nothing to do with IT support. And that's great because um, you get to a point where you're just tired of following up with people going, hey, you want to restart our conversation about computer system support? I mean, at a certain point, they remember you. And if they do, they're going to tell you. Um, but, but having a really you know, well-developed net professional network allows you to just ask, you know, you can call up your 1250 and be like, hey man, how's business? And, um, you know, what's, uh, what, what, uh, what are you working on? What's the, what's the thing that, that, that's occupying most of your time this week? And you'd be surprised how often, whatever that is, is something that you might be able to um, point to one of your, uh, one of your COIs, so, you know, one of your, one of your sweet 16. Um, oh, you're working on, um, 
you're trying to find, oh, you have to, you have to find a new CFO. Okay. I, I happen to know, I know a recruiter. That's all he does. Um, and he's expensive, but you know, times are tough. I, I don't know if an introduction to him would be helpful or not. I'd be happy to make it. Oh, you're moving. See, and you, and, and if you've got this network, you're delivering value to your warm 250. You're, you're, you're kind of presenting yourself as a bringer of best ideas or best practices. Uh, and you're increasing the likelihood that they might take your call in the future. And then you're also investing in your COI relationships. So the last part of this is just evaluating your COI membership over time, right? Do, do they belong on your Suite 16, right? And, and, you know, to begin with, it may just be, do you like that person? Um, you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. Does she talk to the same people that you talk to? Does he talk to enough of them? Right? Those are, are good, great criteria. Do you feel confident that you can refer business to them? Um, will they meet with you consistently and invest in the relationship? And over time, you can start ratcheting down on what the criteria are for membership on that Suite 16, right? So, you know, it could be um, you can't be on the list unless I've referred business to you. And maybe it's you can't be on the list unless you've referred business to me. Um, or you, you can't be on the list unless I've been able to convert that referral to QFTA. And, and most of mine now, it's like you can't be on the list unless I've closed business as a result of the relationship. And when you get there, man, that is that is sweet, sweet stuff. So that's that's our version one process. And we'll continue to work on this and ratchet down on it. Good luck out there. Keep in mind, you know, a good day is three COI meetings. And if you're applying this process at various stages, it is going to yield the qualified first-time appointments that are going to turn into opportunities, that are going to turn into closed deals that will yield the type of, of commission check that you and your family are looking for. So good luck and God bless.